book three section thirty four of the world as will and idea volume one by arthur schopenhauer translated by r b haldane and j kemp this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine book three the world as idea second aspect the idea independent of the principle of sufficient reason the platonic idea the object of art section thirty four the transition which we have referred to as possible but yet to be regarded as only exceptional from the common knowledge of particular things to the knowledge of the idea takes place suddenly for knowledge breaks free from the service of the will by the subject ceasing to be merely individual and thus becoming the pure willless subject of knowledge which no longer traces relations in accordance with the principle of sufficient reason but rests in fixed contemplation of the object presented to it out of its connection with all others and rises into it a full explanation is necessary to make this clear and the reader must suspend his surprise for a while till he has grasped the whole thought expressed in this work and then it will vanish of itself if raised by the power of the mind a man relinquishes the common way of looking at things gives up tracing under the guidance of the forms of the principle of sufficient reason their relations to each other the final goal of which is always a relation to his own will if he thus ceases to consider the where the when the why and the whither of things and looks simply and solely at the what if further he does not allow abstract thought the concepts of the reason to take possession of his consciousness but instead of all this gives the whole power of his mind to perception sinks himself entirely in this and lets his whole consciousness be filled with the quiet contemplation of the natural object actually present whether a landscape a tree a mountain a building or whatever it may be inasmuch as he loses himself in this object to use a pregnant german idiom that is forgets even his individuality his will and only continues to exist as the pure subject the clear mirror of the object so that it is as if the object alone were there without any one to perceive it and he can no longer separate the perceiver from the perception but both have become one because the whole consciousness is filled and occupied with one single sensuous picture if thus the object has to such an extent passed out of all relation to something outside it and the subject out of all relation to the will then that which is so known is no longer the particular thing as such but it is the idea the eternal form the immediate objectivity of the will at this grade and therefore he who is sunk in this perception is no longer individual for in such perception the individual has lost himself but he is pure willless painless timeless subject of knowledge this which in itself is so remarkable which i well know confirms the saying that originated with thomas paine du sublime au ridicule il n'y a qu'un pas will by degrees become clearer and less surprising from what follows it was this that was running in spinoza's mind when he wrote meus aeterna es quatenus res sub aeternitatis specie concipit in such contemplation the particular thing becomes at once the idea of its species and the perceiving individual becomes pure subject of knowledge 
the individual as such knows only particular things the pure subject of knowledge knows only ideas for the individual is the subject of knowledge in its relation to a definite particular manifestation of will and in subjection to this this particular manifestation of will is as such subordinated to the principle of sufficient reason in all its forms therefore all knowledge which relates itself to it also follows the principle of sufficient reason and no other kind of knowledge is fitted to be of use to the will but this which always consists merely of relations to the object the knowing individual as such and the particular things known by him are always in some place at some time and are links in the chain of causes and effects the pure subject of knowledge and his correlative the idea have passed out of all these forms of the principle of sufficient reason time place the individual that knows and the individual that is known have for them no meaning when an individual knower has raised himself in the manner described to be pure subject of knowledge and at the same time has raised the observed object to the platonic idea the world as idea appears complete and pure and the full objectification of the will takes place for the platonic idea alone is its adequate objectivity the idea includes object and subject in like manner in itself for they are its one form but in it they are absolutely of equal importance for as the object is here as elsewhere simply the idea of the subject the subject which passes entirely into the perceived object has thus become this object itself for the whole consciousness is nothing but its perfectly distinct picture now this consciousness constitutes the whole world as idea for one imagines the whole of the platonic ideas or grades of the objectivity of will in their series passing through it the particular things of all time and space are nothing but ideas multiplied through the principle of sufficient reason the form of the knowledge of the individual as such and thus obscured as regards their pure objectivity when the platonic idea appears in it subject and object are no longer to be distinguished for the platonic idea the adequate objectivity of will the true world as idea arises only when the subject and object reciprocally fill and penetrate each other completely and in the same way the knowing and the known individuals as things in themselves are not to be distinguished for if we look entirely away from the true world as idea there remains nothing but the world as will the will is the in itself of the platonic idea which fully objectifies it it is also the in itself of the particular thing and of the individual that knows it which objectify it incompletely as will outside the idea and all its forms it is one and the same in the object contemplated and in the individual who soars aloft in this contemplation and becomes conscious of himself as pure subject these two are therefore in themselves not different for in themselves they are will which here knows itself and multiplicity and difference exist only as the way in which this knowledge comes to the will that is only in the phenomenon on account of its form the principle of sufficient reason now the known thing 
without me as the subject of knowledge is just as little an object and not mere will blind effort as without the object without the idea i am a knowing subject and not mere blind will this will is in itself that is outside the idea one and the same with mine only in the world as idea whose form is always at least that of subject and object we are separated as the known and the knowing individual as soon as knowledge the world as idea is abolished there remains nothing but mere will blind effort that it should receive objectivity become idea supposes at once both subject and object but that this should be pure complete and adequate objectivity of the will supposes the object as platonic idea free from the forms of the principle of sufficient reason and the subject is the pure subject of knowledge free from individuality and subjection to the will whoever now has after the manner referred to become so absorbed and lost in the perception of nature that he only continues to exist as the pure knowing subject becomes in this way directly conscious that as such he is the condition that is the supporter of the world and all objective existence for this now shows itself as dependent upon his existence thus he draws nature into himself so that he sees it to be merely an accident of his own being in this sense byron says are not the mountains waves and skies a part of me and of my soul as i of them but how shall he who feels this regard himself as absolutely transitory in contrast to imperishable nature such a man will rather be filled with the consciousness which the upanishad of the veda expresses hi omnes creaturae in totum ego sum et praeter me aliud ens non est end of book three section thirty four recording by expatriate in bangor maine